Ahoy! You're listening to the Slow Czech podcast. Learn Czech fast, slowly, with lessons, stories, and interviews. With today's host, Eliška. Ahoy! Ixemash. <laughs> Today I have a can kind of special episode for you because I'll be talking in English. I'll be speaking English. And actually, this is not um, my idea. This is a um, idea of my very good friend and slow Czech fan. <laughs> because she told me that it might be good if I could share my experience, my opinions, my thoughts about more related, of course, to language and um, how we learn languages and my experience uh, as someone who speaks five languages, kind of. <laughs> and I want to share with you so my thoughts, my experience, without really thinking about the words, about the complexity, without having to simplify it, without thinking about the level and the grammar, even though I love it. <laughs> And I believe that this is the right way to learn the language when you understand it and when you're enjoying it. And because I am a huge podcast fan, I learn almost everything from the podcast. And to me, when I can walk, when I can clean, when I can color my nails while listening to an interesting podcast, is the best way to understand the world, to... Um, to adapt maybe to new approaches to learn about new approaches to learn about new things to start to think about different topics to discover them and so on um, I'm recording in the garden so if you hear any weird noises don't be surprised <laughs> and it's true that um, I've never wanted to really share more details about myself And what I share is almost related to the Czech language, Czech culture, Czech people. Uh, and I always wisely choose my words, um, whether it's during my lessons with my lovely beginners <laughs> or even advanced uh, students or in the Instagram or Facebook stories or in the any audio or video courses such as one to one diagrammer challenge. <laughs> By the way... <laughs> There is a new 21 day grammar challenge starting on August 7th <laughs> and this is a really wonderful challenge that I love so much and to me I believe and I know it will help you enormously because most of us when we are learning language we struggle with speaking and we want we always need and want more practice so I created or chosen I've chosen 20 topics and created a couple of ways that you can practice the topic uh, with every day and mostly listening and speaking and if you want to join <laughs> there are still a couple of places so <laughs> I'll be happy to see you there um, but I don't want to be talking about the, the, the <laughs> what Slow Tech is doing today you know it already <laughs> Because everything is on the website. But today I just would like you to relax and do what you want to do, whether you are, are active or passive, without really focusing on the Czech language. Um, and the reason I decided 
to create this podcast really is because I want to get you know better. <laughs> How? Hmm. Um, I think that when I make myself more vulnerable, when I show more of my thoughts and opinions, so then you can do as well, you can do the same thing and later when you still like what I'm saying or whether it makes you think about it, when um, maybe there is something um, captivating or intriguing, <laughs> later on you will still like what Slowcheck is doing, because it, it's not just about the Czech language. And later on you will be the part of the Slowcheck future and you will enjoy it. Um, because to me it's like making new friends <laughs> or being with friends because you want to be around people who you appreciate, uh, people who you sometimes disagree with always, but um, you will always learn things from them and they will help you in the very specific moments as well. And you can help me as well if you want <laughs> because I created a form um, that you can fill in and it's called help me to get to know you better because you know me but I want to know you as well <laughs> and then I can create or I and other girls already actually we can create uh, way better materials for you and for your specific goal um, the form is on the Slowcheck website in this description app in the episode, in the description of this episode. <laughs> okay, so it was quite a long introduction, but it was the very first episode in English, and let's see what, what my inspiration <laughs> brings me further. But today I want to talk about uh, the partner, the foreigner partner, and will the partner foreigner teach me Czech. So this is a really great topic. <laughs> I like it and it always makes me think about it, how it really works, does it really help, should we really believe it, do it and how. Um, but before I start talking about it, just um, small disclosure, <laughs> just keep in mind that all the following words are my own opinion and your, uh, yours can be different and I respect it. If you want, you can share it with us in this episode description, description on the website. Um, we'd be very happy to learn from your experience or your opinion as well, of course. <laughs> and to me, I, um, I encountered many people saying... Letadlo. <laughs> Moment. Okay, dobry. So I'm saying I encountered um, really a lot of people saying, hmm, you want to learn Czech, so just get yourself a Czech partner and you will learn with him or her. Uh, and then online you can see so many people searching for uh, either real partner, which is um, funny sometimes, but of course it's their, their uh, way, 
or just um, friends and someone very close that you can spend a lot of time with. But is this really the best way to learn the language, to get a partner speaking my target language? I have to say that I was pretty lucky to meet many, many, many couples using different languages, whether um, or when we are traveling, living abroad, or here in Brno as well. And they were speaking one, two, three, or even four languages. They had some languages in common, or some languages they didn't have in common, it was their mother tongue. But I remember um, my very first time, <laughs> it was in the UK, in Manchester, and I met a Serbian father, Czech mother, who was my colleague in the company I was working in, at, and they were living in uh, Great Britain. Um, and so Czech and Serbian, they were speaking English together. Then uh, there was a Czech grandma and Serbian grandma uh, who were not speaking English. So then it was very interesting to see the kids knowing which language to choose according to the person they were talking to or which book to bring to the uh, to grandma. <laughs> Uh, then I remember I met, for example, Italian guy, Romanian girl who was speaking English. I met as well American guy and a Czech, a girl speaking Czech. And then very interesting for me was a French man or husband with a Czech wife living in France and speaking only French because she was a translator. Even though she was Czech, she was translating English and French only. And for her, with four kids at home, she told me it's impossible for me to switch or to add a third language. So she was speaking only French to her kids. And they don't know any Czech, even though she is Czech. And then maybe you know my story, maybe not, because my partner's French and... <laughs> I will share my own experience later, it's very funny. <laughs> but at first, I I want to divide all the couples speaking different languages in three groups. And tell you what I know from talking to those people and, and seeing them struggling or not um, with different languages. And I will give you some insight, uh, you can compare it. To the couples you know already <laughs> uh, but I will not speak about kids here just about the the couples and the partners and the way they communicate because we learn the language to communicate the the reason the goal is to communicate so it's not <laughs> to learn accusative uh, <laughs> for all the the notes uh, of course, it's a secondary part of the language if you want, but the primary goal is always that you want to, I don't know, to order something online, to order food in the cafe or to speak to your friends. Uh, so this is always a primary goal. Okay, so three groups. <laughs> First group, two nationalities and three different languages. Um, like the Italian-Romanian couple speaking English. 
So they started, when they met, they wanted to get to know each other, to share their thoughts, to express all their emotions and feelings. Um, and they started in English. And as the days went by, they sticked to English only and never added another language. Of course, they, you know, sometimes like, oh, my partner is Italian, I want to learn some of it. So then you take some classes, but it's impossible because you never talk Italian to her or him. And most of the couples I know, they speak English together, even though English is not their mother tongue. I don't think whether it's is it good or bad, it's not up to me to judge, it's up to them. Because you can learn any language on the highest uh, level. And <laughs> I'm saying it because personally I prefer expressing myself in English or in French, not Czech. Because when I'm expressing my thoughts uh, in French or in English, I feel like a different person because... I was already thinking about it many times. <laughs> as I learned those languages later, as I learned them when I was 20, 25, on a very good level. So I learned already as adult, and I learned different words, I learned to express my thoughts properly, and I, as a personality, I was kind of finished already, let's say. <laughs> Whereas in Czech, I still keep those sentences, you know, little sentences from the childhood that you repeat after your parents or your teachers. You have those shy moments and you always have some sentences to say, even though today you would not believe them or you would not um, say them. But it's just automatic. And in, a, in a, another language, we choose what we want to say and learn easily when we are adults. Okay, so this was the first group. You have two nationalities, three different languages, but they stick to the third language without really learning the mother tongue of uh, their partner. Second group is this get yourself a Czech partner. <laughs> and I can give you a really great example of Hanka, she's Czech, and Isaac, who's American. And they, uh, <laughs> and his mom Pam. Just quick hello to Pam. Ahoy, <laughs> who's uh, been my former, my uh, who was my student. And Hanka was talking to Isaac in Czech from the very beginning because she just didn't want their language, their common language, to be English only. So she speaks English, but Isaac learned Czech this way. Of course, they were mixing with English, because you need, as I say, you need to know the person and you need to love the person, knowing <laughs> they have uh, her or his feelings and so on. But then they used Czech as much as possible, and Isaac learned Czech speaking with her. So after eight years, he speaks like Prajak, so a person coming from Prague, because they are living in Prague. <laughs> And he doesn't know really the grammar rules, uh, he hasn't been taking any classes, he was just speaking and learning, um, like you jump and swim. Of course it hurts, it's hard, <laughs> you some, sometimes you can't breathe, but you learn 
And I believe that we always learn this way. We always learn like kids. But then when we grow up as adults, we think that we know better than kids, right? And we believe that kids are not smart enough. And then we that we need a grammar courses and we need to understand the reason why. But if we believe it, we seek it, we get it. And then we just make our journey harder. <laughs> but we don't need this. And there are many, many studies who are ba- which are based on research that are proving that this is... Um, learning like a kid or learning like Isaac, this is very painful, but the most effective way. And to me, it's really, this is the perfect way. This is the idle way, what we are talking about here. But very few of us are able to do it and learn the language this way. And of course, you need to be living in the country with the person you uh, um, you love and whose l- language you want to learn. But most importantly, you need to want it. And you know there are many people living in the Czech Republic <laughs> who has never taken time to learn the language. Um, but from my own experience, I don't judge anyone. Maybe you don't need English. Uh, sorry, you don't need Czech. It's fine. It's completely fine. But from my own experience, I have a very nice uh, uh, moments as well because I remember myself with a friend uh, speaking Arabic, and so we spent a couple of ta- afternoons, I think, together because I wanted to learn Arabic, <laughs> and we were speaking Arabic only, and my Arabic was zero. <laughs> Of course, we are not able to communicate properly, but in those couple afternoons, even even within one afternoon, I've learned so I learned so much, and we did it a couple of times, and my Arabic grew so so fast. But all I did was trying to express myself with the words I knew. If I didn't know the word, so there is what we call compensation strategy, it means that you find another way. Whether you show it, you give a synonym, you explain what you mean, like I'm giving always example with the sun. You don't remember the word sluničko, slunce? So you say it's this rounded yellow thing in the sky. Then of course, in those moments what you can do, you will guess. Typical example, you at the train station, so you know what words to expect. And if you don't understand the person, so obviously she is not asking you whether you want a glass of red wine or how was your weekend. So probably she asks whether you want a return ticket or not. (laughs) So there are many, many strategies how you can stay in the language. And I love it. I teach it. And I do it as a student as well, even though my Arabic is still very low. But this is very effective. You don't need to learn 
and the reason why, and you don't need to translate because often translations are just not possible, how it works in the language. And you just learn the way, like nazdravi. You know that it means cheers, but you are not thinking whether it means to health, for health, on health. <laughs> no, you. it's cheers, abasta. <laughs> so I remember those meetings with my Arabic-speaking friend. It was a year ago, but it was wonderful and I really learned so much. And Isaac and Hanka did a really great job. So this is, as I said, the most effective, the most painful, <laughs> and to me the rarest way how to learn the language today. Third group <laughs> is me. <laughs> so the third group are two nationalities and the language of one of the partners, so the mother tongue of one of those two people. Not any any other like English. Um, and to me, from the very beginning, we were speaking French only. It's true that I already had pretty good level, but still it was pretty hard for me because it was the first time I was really in completely French environment, talking to French people from the morning till the evening. <laughs> Then when you get to the, go or see the family and you stay with the family for the whole weekend, you just go to bed at 6 p.m. because you are so tired thinking <laughs> how to speak this damn language. <laughs> uh, but we have never used any another language which made my French perfect and of course I am Czech and you want to know maybe more about the Czech of my partner. <laughs> um, funny thing is that many or almost everyone says to my partner oh your partner is uh, Czech and she is a tutor she's teaching Czech so Your check must be perfect. And then I reply, actually we speak French to each other. <laughs> And it's true that we tried a little bit at the beginning. And um, But since we were living in France, um, it was really like adding Czech classes to your everyday life because you don't have the language around. There is a different language. And then you just get back to work and you don't want to be thinking in another language and trying to figure out what to say and how. And So we try those <laughs> Czech speaking Tuesdays, for example. I think we did too, actually, because <laughs> on Tuesdays we didn't really um, communicate. <laughs> Uh, we tried to uh, really sit down and uh, write some words. At those times, it was eight years ago, uh, I didn't really know how to teach. Um, I wasn't teacher, I was teaching English. Um, then I stopped. But <laughs> it was funny because we wrote the cases instead of Jena, you know, like some of... Our teachers use. Uh, we had Eliska, or my nickname, 
we replaced the word so that it's more tailored but still it was it was boring and it was not really useful and since he only spoke to me and our goal was to live in France he didn't have motivation or the reason to learn the language and just the fact that I am Czech it's not important because I speak French so if someone tells you that you should be you should know the language of your partner it's not true why <laughs> it's up to you and you don't need it unless you um, meet the, the family regularly or the family doesn't speak another language or you live in the country or your kids uh, speak another language there is nothing like you have to do something it's your own decision so then we moved to the Czech Republic <laughs> it was almost three years ago and we still don't speak Czech together <laughs> sometimes we have those funny moments when my partner asks me in Czech and I reply in, in, in French but he speaks Czech to his friends to his colleagues at work um, he speaks Czech to my parents and he learned really from not being afraid of making fun of himself, showing, uh, using l little words like viet or bordel, he uses the word bordel, uh, like thing, <laughs> this thing, that thing. Um, he listens to people around, uh, he wants to understand what they are saying. Uh, he doesn't know how to write, um, he's not taking any classes, he's not learning with Duolingo or anything, he's just really around Czech people and <laughs> what he says, if you ask uh, him, he says that you will learn the language the best in the pub. You go to Czech pub, you get a beer, you get a second beer and then you speak Czech. <laughs> And everyone in the in the pub will talk Czech. Will speak Czech to you, because they just are so impressed. Even though your level is not good, but they're impressed how a French person or any other nationality person can speak this hard language. Because ninety percent of Czech people believe that Czech language is the hardest in the world. Um but they haven't tried any other language. <laughs> so what my partner is doing, he's just really uh, swimming in the language, like Isaac, but without my help, um, because this is the point that I wanted to share with you. <laughs> it's harder to learn things with or from your partner, because when we are so close, we are mean to each other as well and we um, allow ourselves to say more and we would never ever say things that we say to our partners, to our friends. So if you are angry, you're angry with your friends, it's not damag damaging anything and 
it's not um, creating tension in your relationship. Because they are friends and they can make fun of it, they will help you and then you will have a beer and laugh. But if something doesn't work, you are still making the same mistakes again and your partner uh, is losing um, patience <laughs> or doesn't know or don't, right now, leave me alone. You will not. Uh, <laughs> you will not learn the language and you will not help your relationship. <laughs> so what we do, we just, I accept it. And <laughs> Sometimes I use some Czech words because I know my partner understands. Uh, sometimes I explain in French when I see that he doesn't understand what people around are saying. Um, but mostly he can guess and he can he wants to be on his own. This is very important. He wants to do it and he doesn't want to be dependent on me. He can call the vet, he can go to the doctor, um, he can call O2, <laughs> like the, the internet provider in Czech. Uh, yeah, I just love listening to him every time <laughs> when I see him on the uh, hear him on the phone. <laughs> it's very lovely <laughs> because it's always it starts the same way. Dobrý den, mluvíte anglicky. And then, so either they switch to English, which is very rare, or he commun he com uh, he continues. Uh, okay, budu mluvit česky, ale nemluvím dobře česky. So my advice here, from my own experience, as a student, as a teacher, as a partner speaking different languages, trying to use different languages, and eventually just letting it go is just let it go <laughs> take it naturally don't do anything regularly don't do anything on purpose uh, it will not help you because when we push ourselves too much uh, it just doesn't work i think firstly we need to find a reason we need to find motivation we need to find um, why and how and then we will just get into it automatically and we will feel like hmm now maybe I understand something in Czech and without realizing it you will understand more and more and speaking more and more without the help of your partner but of course it's up to you and please don't force your partners to learn your mother tongue <laughs> if they want to learn your language, they will. If they want, don't want to, they won't. So just leave them, give them space, give them freedom to decide, and I'm sure that you will be surprised that they actually want to learn your language. But without you helping them and without you putting pressure and saying that you have to, and our kids will not understand you, <laughs> and my parents don't understand you. They know it, and you just make it harder for them. So please be kind to your partner, <laughs> and love them as much as you can, and support them whenever they ask for help. But then 
give them the freedom to decide. So this was my very first podcast in English. I hope that it made sense because it made sense to me, but maybe it didn't to you. Let me please know what you think. Let me know whether you like this concept. Um, you can tell me what you'd be interested in uh, and tell me how you enjoyed today's episode because I'm really curious and I want to do things that matter and I want to do things that you enjoy and not just because I want to be speaking English on the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, tak měj se hezky. Uč se česky a čau. Thanks for listening to our podcast with Lishka today. Go to slowcheck.com to get more of our great content and check us out on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. Ciao!